if, if the hope right. from this is the same hope as that one, then yes, the one where she's a child happens before. She's not Benjamin, <laughs> unless, hang on, are you suggesting she's Benjamin Button? <laughs> oh! <laughs> and that she was born I'm as thinking of Noelle, I'm sorry. And reversed <laughs> the child from there. That's why she's so wise and gives all that life advice. <laughs> You're like, honey, I've been a stripper your whole life. <laughs> oh, fuck, call CPS. Like, no, 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 I have an aging disease. It's fine. It's consensual. Man, the 60s were wild. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Ho, ho, ho. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. You'll love my meatballs. And Juice. What about my candy cane? Put it away. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? Well, we are moving on to a new theme. Last week, we finished up Cinema Shitty Cinema uh, with Triple X, where the Doritos flavor scientist dug too deep and too greedily in an awakened Vin Diesel. Now, the holiday season is finally upon us, so it is a very lifetime Christmas. We are going to spend all month, God help us, exclusively watching Lifetime Channel Christmas movies. na 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 <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be excited, but I think I'm excited. Casey, you're kicking it off for us this month, so set the tone. What are we watching this week? I brought 2012's Finding Mrs. Claus, starring Mira Sorvino. Yep, I got it right that time. And Will Sasso. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Congratulations, Casey. Her name is Casey. really similar to Mina Sorvino's. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, before we go any farther, you need to give us an elevator pitch in about 10 seconds or less, okay? Okay, I'll do my best. Okay. Well, it's probably not going to be easy. You are high as fuck on Santa's magic powder. (laughs) (laughs) Whew. I thought it was like no new drugs after 30, but okay. Yeah, well, you were really drunk when you took it, but you realized... Man, this stuff is amazing. You are now speeding down the I-15 away from Vegas, trying in vain to escape Mrs. Claus, who has been following it around, demanding to know what turns you on. God. No. Oh, my God. I forgot. So much. So good. Suddenly, your car jolts. The engine seizes, and as you slowly roll to a stop, there stands Mrs. Claus with just an evil smile on her face. You know that she's going to get to the car in about 10 seconds. You got to sell us this movie in that time. This kooky sex romp takes two couples in Vegas playing partners, switch them up, and find love in their own happy ending. Did I mention one of them, Santa? Huh? Nine, Nine seconds. seconds. Uh, wow. Would have been eight if you hadn't snuck that last huh? <laughs> there, That felt very well sassy. Huh? So. Let's, why don't we slay the movie that shitty cinema watched? Oh, I'm down for that. Get it? We're no, I don't it. get it. Mrs. Claus has made her famous meatball and dumplings for her wedding anniversary, but Santa 
forgets about the day and passes out. How can you forget about them dumplings? Mrs. Claus is disappointed, but she finds a letter addressed to her. And inside, a young child asks not for toys, but for her mom to have a boyfriend. Aw, that's so fucking... Okay. <laughs> I totally get that because I tried to get my mom hooked up with my gym teacher because he had a parachute. And I didn't know he was married. And, like, they all knew each other and, ma- and made it weird for everybody. So Parachute is the criteria it. to date your mom? At that age, F yeah. F yeah. <laughs> okay, all He right, also all had right. those little, like, seats with wheels on them. You scoot around and run your fingers over. Well, this Love. letter is like Mrs. Claus's parachute. <laughs> and she just gives her purpose. She hijacks a ride to Las Vegas. Yeah, they even have a getting onto the runway scene with some magic scent dust. Cocaine. No. Yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's coke. It's scent to cocaine. Did they give it to the reindeer? You know, we never saw any reindeer, did we? Yeah, they no. animated well, reindeer. We saw, their, we saw their horns outside of the window. Definitely not interns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the, the cocaine just made Will Sasso and Mira Sorvino look younger. Luckily, Mrs. Claus meets up with both the child who wrote her the letter and her needs-to-get-laid mom. Now, Mrs. Claus' plan is to tell a bunch of single guys to come up to her room at 10 p.m. by flirting and showing off her luck with gambling. Then she wants to bring Noel, the single mom, to find someone to marry out of the group. Isn't that moving a little bit quick? Well, I mean, she just wanted them to test their candy canes. By Christmas. <laughs> She made a promise. A promise is a promise to a kid. It's true. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. So really, do you think Lifetime movies think people aren't just trying to get married all the time at every moment? No, they uh, are. But, uh, you got okay, touche. Gotta, be, just, gotta keep those eggs fertile. They're you know just I mean? hour-long <laughs> advocates. Lifetime. A, B, C. Always be committed. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's on all the mirrors. Lifetime also likes to use the, these two people are friends, but they're perfect for each other shtick a lot. All the time. Which is the heavy-handed overtone between Noelle and her handsome cowboy slut bartender, Miles. Cow slut? Yeah, he is. Even Noelle's daughter loves Miles, though. And But finding Mrs. Claus goes through Miles being a slut, Noelle pretending not to be interested, and the whole party debacle before they finally inevitably hook up at the end. As they have to. Not to be outdone by those lifetime tropes, though. <laughs> Finding Mrs. Claus also has Santa realize his mistake and go after Mrs. <gasps> Claus. So we get the classic misunderstanding where he thinks his wife is being thirsty as fuck and organizing a train in a hotel room. <laughs> she is. Uh, and then gets so mopey that the concierge orders him a sex worker. You know that old uh, trope. It, that's exactly how I hotels work, I believe. If I had a dollar for every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? Casey confirms. It's why I don't unlock the deadbolt in a Vegas hotel room ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, hookers just walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the like lizards. They just find their way in. She's like, all right, I'm going go to go do a, a line and change really fast, and we'll see where this goes. Like, oh, I invited it in. Wait, are they also like vampires? Yes. Like lizard vampires? Yes, they understand you invite consent. They understand. They're not going to, you know, but if you invite a hooker in on accident, we're like, oh, your car broke down and you need milk and cookies. And you're like, come on in. Oh, wait, wait. 
Do you have rubbers in your purse? Get out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> that is how hotels work in a Lifetime movie, Jay. <laughs> and you know that in a Lifetime movie, the whole misunderstanding will not only get cleared up, but will have a chance for pretty much every named character to get what they want by the end of this torturous movie. Ah, oh, the final act of the film is a parade of Lifetime movie fulfillment. Spamming dreamy holiday resolutions at the audience. No matter what cliche ending you prefer, Finding Mrs. Claus will find the ending for you. Because we're just trying to feel something. God yeah. forbid. <laughs> I mean, I definitely feel ended. You know, you guys mentioned <laughs> lifetime tropes. Yeah, a lot of them. It's a well, lifetime movie, and right. they're not tropes. They're trademarks. But, Excuse yeah. you. <laughs> oh. Fuck you. It's all about branding, guys. This is a Hallmark moment. What part of the brand offends thee, David? <laughs> okay. For me personally, it is the movie stopping every five minutes to remind me of where we're going. <laughs> okay. Because it's... Because turns out when you do that, I don't fucking care when we get there. This, These movies are for people who are busy. Yeah. That's true. The built-in commercial breaks with the fade to black was a little disorienting for someone who hasn't seen a commercial in like <laughs> seven and a half years. I was actually hoping we were going to actually get the commercials. No. Why? Why? Oh, God. it's a lovely time. Oh, no. It's it's a good way to time travel. Commercials are. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Let's see. Original memes. I would have been on board for that if it was only commercials for other Lifetime Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love, oh. I love commercials for Lifetime movies. Yeah, hold love on. Them. Adore right. them. I'm trying to think of a character in the movie that I don't hate. I, okay, everyone in this movie is pretty goddamn awful overall. As I mentioned earlier, I only took one note on this fucking movie. <laughs> Before I was too train wrecked by the rest of it to just stop and do anything but stare in awe. The one note that I took for this, all Christmas music is immediately fucking dated. What child is asking for a fucking picture book in 2016? What is a picture book? It's a book with pictures in it, Dave. It's self-explanatory. Come on. Is it? Isn't that most children's books? No, she meant of like family pictures. So a kid's asking for a fucking photo album? No, they're goddamn not. Listen, it's like those posts people put on social media like, today my three-year-old just said, Mom, love is not the answer. The answer is love. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, they fucking didn't. No, they fucking didn't. All, all of the examples were shit because it was like, oh, and like little Becky's asking for a sled. Like no child asks for a sled these days. But then the flip side is like, do I want them to write Christmas songs about kids asking for V-Bucks? Because no, I very much do not. I would vomit. I don't know if it's specifically a lifetime trope, but the way that the film ends where it has to tie every single fucking thing into a bow, is that mm-hmm. a lifetime trope? Oh, because I God. hate it. Yes, yes. Hate it. we need closure. Not like that. <laughs> I don't, yes, I don't, don't want a sequel. We never need to revisit this again. <laughs> I, I don't want fine. Mrs. Claus got amnesia. She got ran over by a reindeer because, right. you know, they found out they let a dude that used to work for them eat a fucking reindeer or whatever happened. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> like, dude, did. you hired a cannibal. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
really the only reason that it, we had to have so many different bows tied up at the end is because this movie had like five different plot lines, which it did not in any way mm-hmm. earn. No, or because need. it just told them to us and it, for, right. it for, for quote unquote foreshadowed them. But when I say foreshadowed them, it just told us what was going to happen. This was, was a cinematic fugue. <laughs> we had Noel hooking up with Miles. We had Mr. and Mrs. Claus getting back together. We had Calvin the Elf abandoning the North Pole to live in depravity in New- in Las Vegas. For a prostitute he met an hour ago. Yeah, well, I mean, he was well into the Vegas life already at that point. Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin went full fear and loathing almost immediately upon touching ground. Listen, it looks like Calvin can produce money at least for a little while, like alchemy. So Calvin's living it up in I Vegas. Would. I would be too. Calvin is actually the only thing about this movie that I enjoy. <laughs> because when Santa Claus and Calvin arrive in Las Vegas, he sees a guy bribing the concierge with a $20 bill. And just upon seeing that, he goes all in on bribery <laughs> immediately and just offers everyone fistfuls of crumpled bills from there on out. It's beautiful. He reaches right into his breast pocket, pulls out this fistful of crumpled bills, and hands it to people. It's beautiful. That's where you guys said that, like, there's no good characters in this movie. Calvin was fucking great, guys. Calvin was acceptable. Uh, Will Sasso in a Lifetime movie. That was... Unexpected. That was a combination. I didn't. I expected to see Will Sasso in a Mad TV sketch about a lifetime right. movie. That's right. where you're wrong. You were looking at it through the wrong lens, buddy. But I do wish it was Steven Seagal as <laughs> that character Santa. It, I wish it was it Will sort of Will was. Sasso doing God, it. No, so it good. wasn't. It really I would wasn't. like to see like a an alternate cut if someone can do a deep fake of that yeah. or however that fucking works. Will Sasso doing his Steven Seagal impersonation as Santa in a Christmas movie. Do you want do you want Steven Seagal deep faked onto Will Sasso (laughs) or Will Sasso as Steven Seagal deep faked onto Will Sasso? (laughs) The second one. (laughs) I don't want to see Steven Seagal. That's You'll just know. And I think I I love Will Sasso for we're able to tease about Steven Seagal in safety without having to look upon him. And I thank you for that, Will Sasso. Will Sasso's performance as Santa Claus in this was a fucking embarrassment, though. Like- yeah, I was hoping he would have fun with it. And it was very there was no emotional rage there was like nothing going on it was no. just his eyebrows doing weird things and his mouth slightly agape no the entire movie he just looked like he was processing the fact that he was starring in a lifetime christmas movie <laughs> <laughs> well dave you said earlier he was you would only see will sasso as impersonating a lifetime movie i think that's what he was doing when he was acting this entire time it was just like you know what i'm in a lifetime movie i'm just going to pretend that i'm making fun of it I think he was probably just matching the energy on set you know what i mean like okay be. this is this is where we're taking we're not taking it too over the top you know what i mean i think it he was just matching the uh what's the word i'm looking for yeah now everybody at this was coming at it like it was 
it was the the 22 year olds in a movie intended for distribution to high school training exercises (laughs) or maybe like anti-drug psas hey kids i'm will sasso and also santa claus don't do drugs, okay? Because if you and do... And hookers will just show up at your room. <laughs> that wouldn't happen just... if I was out buying drugs in <laughs> Vegas. So, you do... little tip. They always you're ruining come my while PSA, you're gone drugs. <laughs> That's how hookers work. If you choose not to get drugs, hookers are really my elves. <laughs> We're testing you always. One of the central fucking things that they keep showing in Finding Mrs. Claus is Noelle's, what, nine-year-old daughter who keeps going to the bar, jumping over on the other side of the bar, and is also an expert in gambling? Yeah. Um, so this is teaching me... Th- there's takeaways, right? Drugs, start them early, teach them how to gamble and drink. Okay. Yeah, I guess let's let's stop right here for a minute. <laughs> That's a lot to parse. Noelle's daughter, Holly is eight, nine, I don't know how old children are. She's young. She could have been five. She could have been 15. We're not sure. Right. <laughs> None of us have kids. All I know is that she spends all day hanging out in Vegas bars. She knows the odds on every goddamn table <laughs> game inside <laughs> and out. She teaches Mrs. Claus. She steals money out of tips jars. Oh, my Lyle's God. I would break her fucking hand if she ever did it twice. <laughs> Casey Listen. was triggered. I didn't hit your kid the first time. If it happens again, that's on you. Her mom, <laughs> low-key, terrible parent. Okay, and let's cut her some yeah. slack. They allude to, like, this guy shit on her, broke her heart, and, like, fucked her financially. Ugh. And left her with a kid all yeah, by herself. Do you just lock the kid in your apartment when you go to work every day? Right. Does this kid go to school? Right, Probably. I don't understand. She does go to school because we see her oh, at, school right. at the end of it. That was her her song and recital that she did, and one of her teachers desperately wants to fuck the bartender boyfriend again. There's a separate issue. I have Lifetime movies always been this goddamn horny with this many innuendos. Oh, oh I'm sure. Oh man, because... I think there's maybe like a little bit of ecstasy in that uh, Christmas drug powder they were doing Listen. because. Everyone was very horny in this movie. There's a running joke about Mrs. Claus organizing a gangbang in the hotel room. The movie only just barely holds back from making that joke out loud. And Mr. Claus gets a prostitute. They're not shying away from the sex themes. Dave, it's fucking Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's cold. It's shitty out. You got to go to a bunch of stuff with your you know, family and relatives and pretend like everybody gets along. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a a horny holiday. Right. But also, she's so naive that it's just kind of cute and funny, right? Right, and there's also the, like, super strong lesbian overtones with Mrs. Claus between her and the North Pole elf when she's like, oh, wait, okay. I was on this ride, and then you started talking about rubbing your husband's stomach and your meatballs, and she's like, (laughs) 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 but she was also all over Noelle. Like, she, like, looped arms with her and held her really close and was like, tell me what you're looking for in a partner, anything (laughs) in a man or whoever, you know, love is right next to you, am I right? And, like, she kept implying that when they were together. I was like, I mean... She's hot, but crazy. 
but hot. <laughs> she comes with a kid, too. The whole movie was very horny, but just in the worst right. possible way. Yes. It was... Yeah. Like, Lifetime movie horny is a very uncomfortable horny. It was so horny, but nobody touched. It was like a K-drama. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was like, not even over-the-pants action. Just, like, mm-mm. It was horny old woman energy. Flirty cousins. Flir- oh. Flirty, oh. horny Oh, because you're right, and that's the worst part about it. You're just oh. like, well, you're like, no, don't touch any. Someone's getting their ass whooped on the way home. Right. Leave room for Jesus. <laughs> <Leave> room for <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> this is just, this is a theory I've had in the back of my mind for a while, but you can tell how bad a movie is by how far down the IMDb page you get before people stop having last names. <laughs> oh, it's quick. And with Finding Miss Claus, you only get through two, and they're both last name Claus, and then we're out. That's it. Yep. Oh, no. We've got Evan Knight. Isn't he the villain? No. I think he might be the guard. He's the security yeah. guard. Yeah. Why does the security <laughs> guard have a last name? He didn't even need to be in this fight. Even the movie. actual villain, so Duncan. Wow. Wow, Dave. <laughs> Calm down. I know. Dave has strong feelings. There is so much more going on in this fucking movie than it has any right to have going on in it. Okay, if we talk about the weird cousin vibe energy of the naive, <laughs> the naive nature of Mr. and Mrs. Claus, calling your ovaries your meatballs is something. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't meatballs. In my it life. was dumplings. Oh, dumplings. Dumplings, yeah. dumplings and oh. meatballs. She had dumplings and meatballs. But then she said, yeah, he hasn't dumplings. fondled my dumplings. innuendos both mm. ways. My man used to love my dumplings, but now he just goes to bed. I'm getting crusty dumplings. Like, why? <laughs> no. Dude, not cool. This is not supposed cool. to be a Christmas Agreed. movie. Right, and the lady that she's telling this to is the geeky Christmas girl that wants to make sure the Christmas happens on time, the entire thing. That's her stick. Dave pointed out that he they had, like, a really Xena warrior princess Gabrielle vibe going on at first. Mrs. Claus is a sex pot and that's what they're trying to tell us. She just like pumps out pheromones towards anyone. Used to be he couldn't stay away from my dumplings. Now he barely touches them. I just hope he does. And then I can rub his belly. Why is he touching the dumplings? He better have a glove on in the kitchen. (laughs) I don't want to think about... No, he was obviously... They were talking about his manhood. Like, <laughs> going in, poking on the dumplings a little bit. He used to touch my dumplings. What? Now he don't no more. I've never, ever... If a woman said that to me, I think I'd fucking freak out. I'd be like, I don't know what that is. I don't feel good. You want to go poke my dumplings later? <laughs> Casey, I need snap reaction. What part of your anatomy is the dumpling? <laughs> Not something visible from the outside. I feel like dumplings would be forming turds in my guts. That would be, I went like dumplings, dumplings. Um. <laughs> like, like little creatures, the dumplings. I <laughs> don't go <laughs> immediately to ovaries, so I did, but I was glad that they explained that because my I have chocolate dumplings, okay? 
<laughs> hey, hey, Santa smells like cigarettes and beer. Mm, the mall Santa at the beginning of this movie. That was the yeah. third time that I wanted to slap this child. Do you have a diary entry for each one? <laughs> Almost. I mean, no, yeah. I I specifically remember the first couple that I was okay. decided that I needed to count how many times I wanted to slap this child, and it was 37. Uh, what was the worst one for you, Juice? The worst one was when she was doing the readback of the letter she sent to Mrs. Claus. It was totally apparent that it was written by a fucking 38-year-old who was having problems in her marriage, and she was like, this witty kid's gonna get all this shit and tell Mrs. Claus about it. Like... Yeah, the the child in this really does talk like a Gilmore girl, and I hate it. Oh, <laughs> that's so a really much. good explanation of that. Yeah, it I, is. Yeah. yeah, it is. The worst part for me was when she says, I know all about the global economic downturn. Shut the fuck up, uh, you seven-year-old. You have no idea yes. what that means. Just kidding. Yeah. DM me because I need help with my homework. Yeah. Right. You want me to buy you cigarettes? I'll do it. Whatever. I'll buy you one but of those I, like, a little airplane vodkas. Honestly, though, she was apparently a fucking gambling master. You know she had found some back alleys to play some craps at. And she probably had some dough. She was taking whatever drugs, you know. She probably got some Adderall. That's actually probably correct. Okay. I have a question. Why the fuck was this movie placed in Vegas? Like, what did that do? Sexual tension. Well, was it all because of the sexual tension? Okay. It's a sexy place. Sexy, single, yeah. free. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. It's the fucking city of sin. I think it's because they wrote the tagline of Mrs. Claus has a girl's weekend in Vegas before they wrote the rest of the movie. <laughs> and then they handed it off to the script writers and they just got... That was my biggest complaint with the movie, actually, is that it was billed as Mira Servino as Mrs. Claus having a weekend away in Vegas, and then it wasn't. It was just another Lifetime movie about a blonde, jacky, funky man. She needs to find him. She needs a boyfriend. But they also get to give you the payoff of having an old couple having a reconciliation. Yeah. Everybody should be having sex. Marriage. <laughs> We need to yeah, because everybody's gold pump smart. those babies out. Mm-hmm. You got right. one kid, you're not doing your part. We need another one. Santa, we need more elves. Also, Will Sasso Santa Claus in this never confronts Mrs. Claus about the fact that he thinks she had a train run on her in a Vegas hotel room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who hasn't though, right? <laughs> right. Like, in the movie's universe, he thought that's what happened. He saw her invite a dozen guys back to her hotel, right? There were more than a dozen. And then Calvin, the elf, who is just, like, elbow deep in Vegas by this point, just, oh, that's a bum one. Guess I'll go shoot crap. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, but that means that means Santa has done worse than that. And for the fact that that's forgivable of Mrs. Claus, no questions asked. You're saying she caught Santa Claus in the stable? <laughs> oh, I mean, imagine what you could do with Santa's magic. Right, it doesn't take all night to deliver presents. <laughs> and he doesn't need to do, like, reconnaissance missions either. Right, he materialized a puppy and, what, some $10,000 cash in the back of their car just with a snap of his fingers. What could you do with that? Oh, yeah. yeah. The very end right. of the movie, he gives the child a puppy and then just a sack full of Dick money. Move. 
to the Vegas bartender in Mother of the Year. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Mother of the Year. I love that she actually admitted. That was the one time that I said yes in this movie. Was when she <laughs> actually admitted, I'm a terrible mother. Right. And she's she just like, did yeah. let out like a yes girl. Like, yes girl, <laughs> you are a terrible mother. Aw, that's yes, the lesson. Own it. <laughs> After that moment, I was all in on this movie. Maybe this guy will fix this mistake, okay? He can he can turn the horse around. But that his car can break down and my crazy friends that I just met have to come rescue me. The car bit kind of scared me. That made me not feel good about the movie. It was kind of a really creepy... <laughs> it was just another what? facet of this movie of how creepy the clauses were. We're like, oops, cut your brake line. I hope you meet oh. a man. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, but we gotta go now. See you. <laughs> Okay, imagining this movie from anyone else's perspective inside it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, Noelle, the blonde Becky, thinks that she's just falling in love, and then the crazy rich swinger and cuckold from her hotel show up and imply that they cut your brake lines and restore <laughs> magically service to your car while leaving you a sack full of cash and a puppy. You have to ask yourself, am I in a cult right now? Because that feels like a cult. I have to sacrifice this dog and bury this money in the desert with my kid. Okay. The dozen guys who thought they were showing up to a Vegas hotel room gangbang right? and are suddenly competing on a weird dating show. Dude, do you see any cameras here? No, dude. You're right. Can we just leave? Are we still able I don't to want leave? I Ashton to see my dick. What are we doing? <laughs> Everybody at that party seemed way too sober and functional. At the big sausage fest waiting oh, yeah. for one woman yeah. to show up. Like, yeah. everyone was way too... There would have been yelling at one point, maybe a punch thrown, maybe some chest bumping, a little one crying in the corner. There'd be a full range of emotion. It was so bland. Well, and one of the guys was a doctor, so it's not like they just had fucking schlubs. I don't buy that that main guy was a doctor. <laughs> he wasn't. That was just, I have lied way bigger than that on vacation. <laughs> All right? Fair enough. <laughs> I just want to, like, if your name is Dr. Feelgood, you're not doing CPR on me. <laughs> Do not put your mouth on my mouth. I'd just rather die. It's fine. All right. My mom would be proud. Is anybody going to bring up and address that the elf ate reindeer in a hotel and then Will Sasso looked at the camera like, hmm, well, I'm not against trying it. Oh, but we don't have the time for it. Next time I'll try to eat that. Like, I don't know if someone's like, hey, we have Chihuahua on a stick. Do you want some? He didn't He didn't eat reindeer. He ate just regular yeah. deer. Yeah, it's he like, just ate venison. He, it wasn't a reindeer, but Prince it's in cousin. the same family. I mean, how many breeds of dogs are there? Imagine if they're like, okay. yeah, that was, that was rat terrier that you just ate. It was poodle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I only feel like 0.01% better it wasn't Chihuahua, but. Mm. Where do you think Santa gets his protein yeah. from? 
I'm kidding. It's the elves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to still stand by my statement I was going to say, which was the slow ones. How fucked up is the child in this movie? Alexa? Oh, she is. Or Hope. She is absolutely screwed. (laughs) She is so screwed. Yeah. That child's going to have a fucked up life. She's been in rehab a couple times. Yeah. By the age of fucking eight. She's got a gambling addiction. She's 8 or 12 or 15. We yeah. don't know. Maybe she's 6. We're not really sure. But I'm not a doctor. Okay, I have one more question for all of you. Would you rather watch this movie for four hours straight or spend four hours with your family in 2020 at like a Christmas? I'm going to bite the bullet and say I'd rather watch the movies. I, am I watching the movie two and a half times or am I watching it at like... <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say hours. dealer's choice. <laughs> okay. Do you really want that in um, slow motion? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It might be more amusing that way. <laughs> uh, follow-up question. With the spending time with my family, is that also including the I may be giving them plague? Yes, risk? yes. Okay, gotcha. Fuck, I... This is 2020 Christmas. Is kill myself and <laughs> just just drown myself in the toilet. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick my face in until it's done. I'll take the dealer's choice, stretch this movie out over four hours, and hope that at that playback speed it's incomprehensible so I don't have to actually suffer through it again. <laughs> no. You're gonna go crazy, bro. I I would watch this. Um, I, I would have to do full speed because I feel like, Dave, if you stretched it out so that everything was slow, that would not be good. I'm going to watch this movie almost three times in a row, bro. <laughs> oh, you should do it on fast. Essentially three times in a row because the last half hour of this is point. You know what? Then I would just write a song based on the lyrics. So, say stay home, stay safe. Stay home, stay, stay safe. Stay watching this movie. Three times in a row. What about you, Casey? I'm I'm trying to keep everybody safe. Of course, I'm gonna do mushrooms and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love? Tell me. I love when you open the door and you invite the sex worker vampire into your hotel room, <laughs> and the first thing she exclaims is she has toys because you know what you love toys. You do. You love toys. Who but doesn't? I need to know. Do you love this movie? Jay, 2012's Finding Mrs. Claus, would you watch it again? Oh, hell no. Absolutely not. (laughs) Wow. Off the bat. Harsh. Emphatically and violently (laughs) so. It was fucking terrible. It was slow. There's just, it told the plot to me. All of the characters are awful. I just did not enjoy it. I wouldn't watch it again. No, no. I'm already over the Christmas shit. But I guess, Dave, you're up next. 2012's Finding Mrs. Claus. Would you watch it again? Man, when you brought up this movie theme to me, I said, I'm a little worried about it (laughs) because I don't want to review four movies in a row about a woman learning the true meaning of Christmas through the power of penis. (laughs) Okay. And you said, don't worry, look at how many other movies there are. Look, there's a movie about Mira Sorvino as Mrs. Claus running away to Vegas Made for the in weekend. Suvari. <laughs> nope. That's a name, And though. what did we get? We got a movie 
about a woman learning the true meaning of Christmas through, through the power yeah. of penis. <laughs> through the dick. So no, absolutely <laughs> not if I'm going to watch Finding Miss Claus again. And I'm really, really goddamn worried about what the next three weeks are going to bring for me. Juice, how about you? Uh, Finding Mrs. Claus from 2012, would you watch it again? I'm going to be honest, guys. This is a really hard decision for me. Oh? What? All right. Tell us more. Hear him out. Really? Hear him out. So there are so many Lifetime movies that I could watch that would give me the same feeling that I got today. Functionally identical. The caveat is, unfortunately, I probably won't. The only time that I would ever watch any Lifetime Christmas movie on my own again is if I was with Dave. So, Dave, if you're not going to watch this movie again. Unfortunately, I am not going to watch this movie again. However, I am going to continue to watch Lifetime Christmas movies. It's kind of a part of life. You, you have to watch a Lifetime Christmas movie to feel okay about yourself. Yes. Because no. at least the pain, at least the pain means something, David. So, it's the beauty of 2020 is you don't have to live in a world where Lifetime ever is broadcast. We need it. Well, and that's why we're giving it to you, Dave. So I hope by the end of this month, you learned something. Yeah, you need to knock out your lifetime. Dave, if you're not miserable, it's not 2020. <laughs> so we are going to end 2020 on a very, very low note, ladies and gentlemen. Casey. <laughs> the brown note. We're going to end it on the brown note. We're going to end it on the brown note. No, that's mine. <laughs> you can't take that from me. <laughs> Casey. Finding Mrs. Claus. Are you going to sit down and watch this again? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. So yes, funny. I am. I loved this movie. I loved this. made me feel a full spectrum of feelings. Sometimes I was afraid. Sometimes it was really <laughs> funny because I was less afraid. Sometimes I was sad, and that was funny. Then I just felt lightly afraid whenever the rapey boss was around. Like, it just, and it, I laughed. Oh, how I God, laughed. even cover the rapey. <laughs> no, yeah. talk about it. Yeah, really quick. The super rapey boss of, <laughs> of Christmas Becky, whatever, her, Noelle, um, is a fucking creep. He is a literal slimy creep who takes every bribe thrown his way. Like, if you give him 20 bucks, he'll be like, oh, you want a high roller suite with hookers? Yeah, give him, give him a $2 million line of credit. <laughs> like, what? How are you managing this casino, sir? Please let me know. Also, He's a he gift knows to guests. Yeah, he like is also knows all the best sex workers to send to people. Oh, he seems like one for Brandy and Kelly. Ah, uh, now the elf, he's more Candace and Regine, so it's French for vagina. Anyway, um... <laughs> I don't think it is. She'll show you. Uh, just, he was such a fucking creep bag. Oh, yeah, and he was the jewel thief. Remember that was that another subplot? Oh, yeah, we forgot yeah, about it that was, It's a macrame. Anyway, yes, I would definitely watch this again. I loved this. It was very entertaining, and it put me in the spirit of Christmas. All right, Cinemites, 
one out of four of us are gonna voluntarily watch Finding Mrs. Claus again. The other three of us, well, I'll call it one and a half, honestly, because I would watch it again, and I probably wouldn't remember until halfway through that I have seen it before, but we're gonna watch more. <laughs> wait, wait, I think this is familiar. I'm I'm expecting that to come up for the next three right, weeks, right. by the way, of like, are we <laughs> sure this is a different movie? Oh. Well, Cinemites, but it ultimately is up to you you need to create a catalog for us of what different movies there are that are in the Lifetime universe and the differences between them. But anyway, we are continuing next week with a very Lifetime Christmas. And Jay, your pick is up. What are you going to bring to our Lifetimes? I think you're going to be able to distinguish my movie from Finding Mrs. Claus. And it has two names because it's one of those great films. So it's either known as Holiday High School Reunion or Christmas Crush, depending on where you're looking at. Now, there's two Christmas Crushes, so you got to get the one from 2012 or 2013 because it's also ra- labeled as two different years. And this Neat. is basically <laughs> a lifetime Christmas Mean Girls musical. And it has the guy from Mean Girls in it. <laughs> oh, no way. Winner. Yeah, except oh. instead of them being in high school, it, they've all graduated, and now they're coming back to their high school reunion. But Mean Girls. But Christmas. But but the real meaning of Christmas is finding a penis. Hey, Cinemites. If you have a bad movie we should watch for this podcast or want to say hi or send dog pics, like the Facebook page while you're starting Family Fights and Matching Sweaters, sh.ttycinema. We're on Twitters. Twitters? On <laughs> uh, Twitters? Twitters? Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> We're on Twitter at Bad Movies Bad People, and that's PPL. Casey on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. If you want to help fund this little pipe dream, why don't you swing by the Shitty Cinema Patreon page? Shout out to our newest patron, JB Wallace. Uh, it's it's our money, and you gave it to us now. And as always, let's turn out the lights. Find Santa's magic powder. And stay up for three days in Vegas. Huh?